Guideline First Look Guideline for Surgical Attire by Lisa Croak The updated AORN, Guideline for Surgical Attire, provides recommendations for wearing surgical attire, that is, long sleeves, lab coats, head coverings, shoes, in semi-restricted and restricted areas, laundering scrub apparel, and cleaning identification badges, stethoscopes, and personal items. For example, backpacks, briefcases, cell phones, tablets. Quote, AORN hopes that this updated guideline can help reduce the introduction of potential pathogens into the perioperative environment from surgical attire, stethoscopes, and personal items, thereby minimizing a patient's exposure to microorganisms that can contribute to surgical side infection. End quote, said Karen Decay, AORN Senior Perioperative Practice Specialist and Lead Author of the Guideline. Quote, We also want to prevent the introduction of pathogenic organisms that may adhere to scrub apparel during the workday from being brought into public places, such as coffee shops and supermarkets, or into the homes of perioperative personnel. End quote. The Guideline, which was last updated in 2019, will be published in AORN eGuidelines Plus in February 2024. Personal Clothing and Laundering The section on laundering includes a recommendation that an interdisciplinary team should develop and implement the process for managing personal clothing that can be worn under surgical attire. This team should determine such factors as the types of fabric that may be worn, the amount of fabric that may extend beyond the surgical attire, and laundry method and frequency. This team should be made up of perioperative nurses, surgeons, anesthesia professionals, infection preventionists, and other people as determined by the organization. According to Decay, two glossary terms also were clarified in this updated guideline because the recommendation on laundering only refers to scrub apparel and not surgical attire. Quote, Scrub apparel which we are defining as a scrub top, scrub pants, or scrub dress, with or without a long-sleeve scrub jacket, a.k.a. warm-up jacket, worn in the semi-restricted and restricted areas of the OR or procedural areas, should be laundered at a healthcare-accredited laundry facility or according to the state's regulatory requirements or, in their absence, according to the CDC, Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, Recommendations for laundering. End quote, she said. Quote, Surgical attire is defined as scrub apparel and head covering, the latter of which can be disposable or reusable. It is up to the facility to determine what types of head coverings can be worn and if reusable head coverings are allowed. A process should be established and implemented for laundering frequency and laundering method but we do not say that it has to be the same laundering practices as for scrub apparel. End quote. Because no evidence exists regarding when personnel should change surgical attire if they go to other areas of the facility. For example, decontamination area of the sterile processing department or outside the facility. For example, outdoor patio, garbage dumpster. An interdisciplinary team also should determine the circumstances that require changing. It is recommended, however, 
that scrub apparel be removed before leaving the facility at the end of the day. Stethoscopes Two new recommendations were added in the section on stethoscopes. Cleaning and disinfection of stethoscopes should be encouraged via such approaches as creating a standardized process, placing supplies, for example, disinfectant, hand-rub dispensers, in convenient locations, providing education to staff members on the risk of cross-contamination and cleaning processes, and posting visual reminders with cleaning instructions. Because it has been shown to increase buy-in and compliance with cleaning and disinfection of stethoscopes, education with real-time feedback for cleaning and disinfection, for example, verification testing with adenosine triphosphate, culturing before and after disinfection, may be implemented. Badges, access cards, and personal items. A revised section on identification badges, access cards, and personal items was added in this update. Access cards are now included with badges in the recommendations to clean and disinfect these items when they are soiled with blood or other body fluids or other potentially infectious materials, and to implement a routine disinfection schedule. A new recommendation also was added that an interdisciplinary team should decide if lanyards can be used in the perioperative environment. Quote, One new study and one case report found lanyards to be contaminated with pathogens and that the materials they were made of, polyester or nylon, were difficult to clean and disinfect. End quote, Decay said. Quote, It should be noted, however, that the evidence was moderate quality and one of the studies was with a shared lanyard, as opposed to individually owned, end quote. If lanyards are used, a process and schedule for routine disinfection should be developed, rather than just cleaning them when soiled. Cell phones, tablets, and other personal or handheld electronic devices have been shown to possibly be highly contaminated with microorganisms, some of which are pathogenic. The recommendation to clean and disinfect these items before bringing them into the OR now also indicates that hand hygiene should be performed frequently when handling these items throughout the day. Cleaning and disinfection of badges, access cards, and personal electronic devices should be encouraged via the same methods as for stethoscopes. Education with real-time feedback for cleaning and disinfection also may be implemented. A new recommendation was added that an interdisciplinary team can assess technologies for cleaning badges, access cards, lanyards, and personal electronic devices. Decay noted that this technology may include ultraviolet, UV, wavelength technology, specifically UVC, and a portable electronic steam sterilizer with a dryer. Quote, Although four new high-quality studies showed a significant decrease in the number of organisms on phones, when UVC devices were consistently used. None of them were conducted in the OR. Therefore, more studies are needed on their use in the perioperative environment and to determine the most effective delivery system and nanometer frequency. End quote, she said. Quote, there was only one study on the electric steam sterilizer, but it reduced 30 pathogenic bacteria from a lanyard, was quick, and produced a dry lanyard for immediate use. End quote. Conclusion 
This updated guideline provides recommendations for wearing surgical attire, including long sleeves, lab coats, head coverings, and shoes, in semi-restricted and restricted areas, laundering scrub apparel, and cleaning identification badges, stethoscopes, and personal items, such as backpacks. Important revisions include forming an interdisciplinary team to determine circumstances that require changing of surgical attire, determining if lanyards can be used in the perioperative environment, and cleaning and disinfecting cell phones, tablets, and other handheld electronic devices.